everyone. Welcome to another episode of Random Fit. I am Wendy Batts here today with my friend and colleague, Mr. Ken Miller. Ken, how are you? I am good, Wendy. How are you doing? Oh, you know, just living a dream. Of course you are. It's a beautiful day in Atlanta. <laughs> Enjoy. Sun's out. Smiles are out. That means it's almost time for the gun show. It's almost summer. Yeah. Time to get shredded, Wendy. I know. Well, that is a good reason for today's episode. We are going to talk about different types of forms and ways that you can do cardio without having to spend multiple, multiple, I don't even want to say hours, but minutes on, you know, a treadmill or a bike or elliptical, because that gets very, very boring. So I know for my clients, they like to do things to spice it up a little bit. So hopefully today we can offer you guys some ways to do that. So therefore you can get your cardio and your workout in because you know, who has the time to schedule both? I don't. Uh, <laughs> so from that standpoint, it's like, okay, you got, you got to get it in there, sneak it in there. However, you, however you can. I mean, it's just, but I, I got to say that doing some kind of quote unquote cardio as we'll, as we'll talk about more today is just one of those things. It just, you know, if there's one thing that's going to get chopped off of my, uh, my workout schedule more often than most, it's going to be cardio, right? Even though, you know, we, we, we tell our clients, you know, you don't need to do a whole lot. You know, if you get out there 20 minutes, you don't have to, you don't have to like run a marathon and be out there all day, but as long as you're getting something in and, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, when, especially when the weather's not good, you know, like I know we're getting through winter and into spring. And of course it's when you feel like doing cardio, that's when you go like, Oh, it's raining. I Oh, of course. Can't, That's can't the only time out. I feel like doing cardio is when I have a really good excuse of why I should not go outside to do anything. So, you know, I know with my clients, you know, scheduling is the number one reason that cardio kind of gets put on the backside. You know, we've talked about when we do our workouts that people don't want to foam roll, they don't want to stretch. And if I start to talk about cardio, they're like, seriously, like there's got to be another way. And luckily today we're going to talk about that because there are some ways that you can sneak it in. Um, and when you're doing your weights, you know, I, I do metabolic glass. I don't know if you've heard of that, Ken, but that's what I call it. I made it up. I don't know if I found that somewhere. I don't know if I <laughs> need to give someone kudos for calling it that, but that's what I call it with my clients because, you know, the first and foremost, I get clients moving and we limit the rest periods that they are doing, um, in between exercises. So we go from one to another, to another, we try to not take a break however if they need it and their form is being compromised we absolutely will give them the rest needed to execute it correctly but then after we've done like let's say a full body circuit so let's say we did, we did chest and back and biceps and tries and and legs then i'll throw them on a rower maybe for 30 seconds and they're supposed mm -hmm. to give me a, you know as fast as they can for 30 seconds with really good form and then they get a break and then we repeat and so therefore we really try to bring up their heart rate. They're going to burn more calories, which, you know, long-term makes it more fun. And then I kind of sprinkle in cardio that way. So I break it up. Um, and there is no research saying that breaking it up is a bad thing. No, I mean, as, as long as you're getting the heart pumping, the heart and lungs are working together. You're getting a lot of movement. You're getting a lot of blood flow. You know, that's, that's basically what we're talking about with cardio today. It just doesn't have to be like, I have, I have a skill row. I have a couple concept two rowers. I have a skill mill and I, you know, I put my, got a lot of skill. I got a lot of skill, skill, skills. Uh, 
<laughs> but they, you know, it's just one of those things where you can have all the options in the world and, and sometimes you're just going to get tired of it. I just remember when uh, the, the first gym that I worked at um, down in San Diego, and I think this is when the elliptical first came out. Right. And we had these ellipticals that they, I think we got three of them right off the get go and nobody touched them for whatever the first week. Um, because everybody was, you know, they had the recumbent bike, the treadmill, the upright bike, uh, the stairmaster. That's what they were married to. That's what they're, hey, you know, I love this machinery because it helps me burn a lot of calories. I'm sweating. I'm getting the heart and lungs going. But then you had the um, the elliptical, right? And then people just, they, I mean, there were, we had to put a sign-up sheet, right? And, we, and then we had to line up, you know, we had to put, you know, 20-minute limit um, for when people were on there because they thought, Hey, this is the next piece of equipment that's going to, you know, because it was new. It was fun. It was non-impactful, right? I mean, you know, the elliptical. Your feet are just on the pedals, and you're just, you're just kind of like a, a standing it's good bike. It's for the joints. I mean, it's I'll great give for it the that. joints. It's yeah. great for the joints, and they yep. just loved it because, it, first of all, it was new, right? So they spent a ton of calories, right? They felt sore. Well, guess why? Because they're doing something new, right? So they thought it was the next big thing when it came to spending more calories getting the conditioning that they want to need because they also like the readout it's like hey i within the same amount of time i spend 50 more calories on this guy than that guy right so um they love that aspect too because i mean however accurate these these machines are when it tells you okay these are how many calories you spent over this amount of time and this was your heart rate however accurate that is they they just got this emotional attachment to Feeling the the soreness from doing the new machinery, they're sweating more because it is a new challenge. But you know, cardio is cardio. So whether it's new or something that you've been doing, but you do have to change it up. But it doesn't just have to be on a piece of machinery or running outside or outside biking. It doesn't have to be something what we would call cyclical, where it's just a repetitive motion over and over. And Hamster over again. on a wheel. I don't know how people do that. <laughs> I know, I know. And those of you guys that are just joining, Kim Miller and I on Random Fit this week, we're talking about cardio styles and formats. And we're saying that you just don't have to do the same thing for 20 or 30 minutes in order to maximize your cardio benefits. And so, like I said, I do the metabolic blast throughout a workout and that vertical load. So one right into another is a great way. I mean, the mm -hmm. machines are good and I think we can make them fun. And I know that they've done the gaming aspect on a lot of those pieces of equipment now just to provide more, I don't know, excitement, like you're racing someone or maybe you're chasing after something. And so it's forcing you to go faster and slower. And it takes your mind off the fact that you're doing the same thing over and over. But one thing, you know, with that in mind too, is do something different. And like you said, Ken, the reason people were burning a ton of calories in the beginning was because it was new. So if you're in a seated position all day at your desk and you're, you know, and then you go to the gym, then don't go and sit on a bike because that's repeating what you've been doing all day. Do something different. Of course, after you foam rolled and stretched and got your muscles ready to go, um, you know, get on something that's upright, get your glutes working, you know, and then, you know, if you've been on the computers, do some rowing and, and maybe spend just a little bit of time on different pieces because, you know, we had the same thing when we got new pieces of cardio, it was the same. Oh, it's new. I want to spend all this time. And so we would call them the cardio, you know, kings and queens. They had that same piece of equipment 
and they liked this particular one. They watched the same show. They came in the same oh, day, yeah. the same oh, yeah. speed, and then they stopped seeing results. And, you know, we need to emphasize your body's going to every four to six weeks, it's going to kind of settle down and you're not going to see the caloric benefits that you would if you switched it up, maybe go for a swim or, or go for a, you know, a jog run, you know, or, or both, you know, just do something different. That's the big key. Different. Different is fine. <laughs> Have you ever seen that, Wendy, where, where somebody preferred a certain bike or a treadmill? People because, would wait in our because, club, yeah. they would wait. And there's two that are right <laughs> next to them that were open. And they're like, no, no, it's got to be this one. I'm like, seriously, these two are open right now. They would yeah. literally wait yeah. for that person with arms crossed staring at them. And it's like, okay, how uncomfortable is that first and foremost? And second of all, right. like for real, dude, same yeah. piece of equipment. I don't same piece it. of equipment, because I've seen that for the same piece of equipment because of how it's positioned on a certain channel, on a certain TV. Yeah. Right. And or the uh, you know how some gyms have the like a, a radio station like ninety four point mm -hmm. seven that you tune into into your into your phone or whatever, um, so you can listen to that TV. Yeah, because a certain TV had the better frequency, less static. Oh, so yeah. that's that's the one they loved, right? And that's how they that's how they base their conditioning on. And of course, it's got to be at the same time because they're watching the same news or the same entertainment talk TV show. <laughs> Whatever it is. Same but, soap I mean, opera. Same you know, soap. Yeah, day. Days of our I know. Lives, well, yeah. I got burned with that too because I did ask someone like, why do you wait? And they're like, well, you always tell me not to turn my neck a certain way and I want right. to watch this show. So it was my fault. I'm like, okay, there's got to be a better solution. So, okay. If you don't want to do the same piece <laughs> of a cardio for 20 to 30 minutes, let's come up with some other solutions. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the peripheral heart action? Ken? Yes. Yeah. This is, this is one of those that I love because it, as, as somebody given instruction on exercise, it forces, I mean, it, it's forcing the client to do their total body. Right. But what it might be is um, basically what it is. Let's talk about peripheral heart action. You're, you're, you're basically shunting blood from upper body to lower body, upper body to lower body. And that takes calories that takes energy. So an example might be, I'm doing push-ups. Right. I might do push-ups for uh, 15 repetitions. And then the next thing I do is lunges. So I now I go to the lower body. So I, let's say I do alternating side lunges and then I do something for the upper body. again. that might be, let's say, a bent over row or pull ups, something I can do for for some amount of repetitions or a certain amount of intensity, depending on what you're programming for. And then I go back to the lower body where I might do split squats or single leg squats. So I'm just constantly making this motion from that's catered towards the upper body down to the lower body back to the upper body and down to the lower body so for the body that means for one i'm getting total body workout right because i'm focusing on the upper and the lower it's taking calories and energy for me to get that blood to move to my to, uh, to the front of my chest for all the pushing down to the legs and hips again for the for the lower body and then to the upper back for the pulling and you know you're just spending your time going up and down up and down blood's going to upper body blood's going to the lower body and that's taking a lot of time and energy as far as you know saving time but helping you spend a lot of energy because you're not really resting in between those right depending on the intensity and depending on how you're programming but you don't have to rest now the biggest part of that is that your heart and your lungs are working no matter what the exercise is because now it's going to have to shunt 
you know, blood to the upper body, shunt blood to the lower body. So the heart and the lungs, they they don't care what's happening. They just know that, hey, blood needs to pump, be pumped to these different areas of the body. That's where um, the the peripheral heart action, or as you might read it in, in some of the liter uh, literature is PHA, makes a great workout, especially for those guys that still want to, you know, work on some body parts, right? Well, and like you, you said, it's a, it's a two for one. Like, you know, I just talked about like basically whole body integration when I was like going from one to another to another limiting rest. Again, if you need the rest, you need to take it. But just think when you're doing that and you're moving from, like you said, upper body to lower body, or you're doing different circuits just with different type of body parts and you're, you're just going, you know, down a certain way, switch it up. So one day, if you're doing that vertical load type program and then throwing in that 30 second blast and then taking a break and then repeating that whole thing two or three times, maybe the next day come in or, you know, Wednesday or the next time you walk into the gym and try what Ken just talked about. That peripheral heart action is definitely tough. And, you know, same thing, you know, when you're doing exercises where you're upright and then on the floor, again, when you're changing positions of the body, your body has to react in certain ways. And you also want to make sure that you're cleared to do that too. Because again, if you've got, got blood pressure issues, you want to maybe kind of watch over some of this stuff and make sure that you're cleared and you know that it's safe for you. But if you want something different, try it. Because I would say, try try what I talked about, try what Ken just said. And then of course, we're gonna get into dun, 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 the high intensity types of workouts. And you know, before we start diving into the different ones, we wanna say thank you guys for joining us today on Random Fit. Ken Miller and I are talking about cardio styles. And when we talk about HIT, Ken, you know, I think a lot of people think that a HIT program when they go through and they do these boot camps and they do this, that it's actually a true hit. When in all reality, it's not because of the amount of time. However, it is a component because it is high intensity for an extended period of time. So when someone says it's a hit workout, just know that there is a difference between a true hit and like, let's let's crush it for 60, set or 60 minutes and see how long you last. There's a big difference right. between the two. But, um, but I think different types of working out, especially at that high intensity for someone like me, I love it because I want to get my butt kicked. I need to get in and out. I've got stuff to do. And if it's a right. two for one where cardio is included, it's definitely my go-to. Yeah. And it, you know, it's quick, it's easy. And you know, one of those things where when I'm, you know, when I'm dropping off one of the kids at swim, I know my son, one of the things that he loves, uh, he loves it when I'm watching him. Like when I watch him swim, he goes, did you see me do this? Did you see my freestyle or whatever it is? So um, instead of me dropping him off and then go for a run around the park because, you know, I don't have time to go home and come back, but I might get a quick, short 15, maybe 20 minute workout um, when we talk about high intensity interval training. So, and something that's usually going to be uh, body weight in my case, but if you're, if you're in a gym that's outfitted with, you know, dumbbells and bars and things like this, you can definitely up the ante when it comes to the intensity. So um, usually when it comes to uh, hit type of training, you're talking about fast ballistic movements, either, you know, you have Olympic lifts um, coordinated into the, to the programming, um, some kind of jumps, um, re especially repeated uh, squat jumps, uh, you know, explosive type of lunges. And, you know, with this, it's, it's usually it's, it's high intensity, so it doesn't have to last long, right? So the, the heavier the weight, the faster you're moving, you, you really can't do it for all that long because as you start to fatigue, as you start to tire out, 
form and technique and posture and the ideal position that you and I always talk about, Wendy, starts to go away. So that's one of the benefits of HIT is that I can get this, I can do my explosive push-ups, squat jumps, get all this done, quick sprints, and then get all that done. I'm a sweaty mess, but I have enough time to go and go by the side of the pool and start watching my son swim again, right? So I can get a good workout check off that box and go on to the next thing. Yeah. And I think it's important though, too, if you are going to do a hit workout that you really do warm up great ahead of time, because again, you go and you get out of a car, you've been sitting at a desk all day, and then you decide that it's a good time to go and lift as heavy as you can, as fast as you can and move at different speeds that your body hasn't been doing all day. You could in, like in um, increase your chances of injury. So really taking the time to stretch foam roll, kind of prepare yourself. And then when you're saying it's time to go, it's all hands on deck and you go and you get it done. Um, you know, one of the the type of kind of hit programs that I like to do is something called EMOM or every minute on the minute. I like that one a lot. And I actually have my clients do it if we're going to do more of a circuit training. So this is really fun to do if you have a group and you have like a digital clock and you set it for, let's say a minute and you have like different stations and you know for that minute you try to see how many reps you can get of course with quality and good form um you know doing whatever it is and maybe one section is like push-ups and another one is body weight squats and another one maybe you know you, you can have just like a, a big circle of something and then repeat it and you're just following each other or you can do it together as a group i mean you can do it obviously individually as well but, you know, it's, it makes it fun because, you you know, there's a lot of interaction. It's very social and you don't it doesn't require a lot of equipment. And that's the best thing. I think when you're looking at some of this stuff, if you're out in the park like you can or you're waiting on your kid or you're doing something, pick five or six different yeah. things that are kind of full body. So not just emphasizing one particular muscle group, set your timer and then every minute switch and do something different, switch and do something different. And the amount of cardio or cardio you get out of that and the how tired you are, you know, and instead of even if it's for 10 minutes, you just did 10 minutes of exercises without taking a break. Um, that that is enough. I mean, that's a lot that you're putting onto your body. That's 10 different exercises. That's most right. like more than most people do at the gym all day when they sit there for, for 60 minutes. So, um, you know, again, quality is very important. You always want to make sure that your form is good and that you're 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 breathing pro properly and that you're taking water when you need it and taking breaks when you need it as well but i think imam is is something that i know my my clients as well as myself enjoy doing especially if i have my little guy with me <laughs> he joins in too well I, I like how you know you you can enjoy it because you can take it you know you get through you you pound through the 15 or 10 reps or whatever it is that you're doing and then you know that okay i got 30 seconds of rest and you know or or you can say hey you know what this is you know this is pretty easy i can i'll go ahead and yeah i'll get it done and then i get the rest of the time to wait but then then if you get that really hard exercise okay it's like okay i got five reps done like you know let's say bear crawls right if you gotta oh, yeah. get five laps right back and forth whatever the distance is if you got five of those you, you can you can do two take a break get another two take a break get another one and mm -hmm. then take a break for the rest of the minute so it's up to you as the exerciser if you have set in your mind it's going to be five reps 10 reps 15 reps and you know you've got a full minute you can actually pace yourself to do it you don't have to just 
bang it out, be done, and then wait the rest of the 40 seconds to balance out that minute to start out the next exercise. So that's where um, if you are working with groups or as as a trainer, you're you're the one leading the groups or you're the exerciser within a group, just know that, hey, you have options. If you if you need to get good quality movement, like when he's talking about, and you know that it's starting to suffer, take a little break, take a breath, slow down, get another couple reps, take a breath, slow down, focus on form, and then and then finish it off. And that's one of the beautiful things about doing it every minute on the minute is that you have a minute to get the the thing. It's thing done. It's like yeah. if you if you work for a salary, you know, if you, if your compensation is salary, you just you know get the job done. It might be at your pace, right? But you know that if you're working independently, hey, I. I need to get yeah, you get paid by project. You're yeah. going to get that project done. <laughs> yes, yes. And I guess I should I should kind of yeah. back up and say when we do the EMOB, to your point, because I don't think I was very clear, Um, you do set specific repetitions or like, you know, distance or, or goals per section before you get started. Because, I mean, that's important. When I say you're doing as many as you can, it's different than what we're going to talk about next when we're talking about as many, um, like as many rounds as possible in a set time. It's just, you know, like if you're going to do 15 and you're new to push-ups and you get five and you're like, oh, I need a break, take it. And then and then continue on. And if you do a few rounds of those same ones, because you can, you can repeat, you can do, you know, you set a goal, whatever that goal is between you, your, your group, or if it's a trainer, then try to beat that next time too. And then also think about how you're feeling. To me, the first round is always terrible. The second one, I'm like, eh. And the third one, I actually mm -hmm. feel like I rock it better than any of them because my body kind of knows what to expect. I don't know if you find it that way, Ken, but I, you know, most people are like, oh, the third round, I'm going to be terrible. And they actually yeah. do better um, form-wise as well as they kind of they kind of got the pace that they need in order to execute it correctly. Yep. Yep. I mean, especially when you're when you're leading groups, you just I, that's what I tell them to do, actually, is take take your time right get the form get the technique see how fast it takes you and then you can make the adjustments so again when we're talking about here uh different cardio styles and different uh training formats um you know here with wendy on random fit you know we're talking about as many rounds as possible so now we're just you know or sorry imam uh every minute on the minute yeah pace yourself on the first one second one give it a little bit more effort and then that's where me as the instructor i'll say okay um your, here's where your form and technique could stand a little bit of improvement, make your adjustments, right? So whether that's to regress them, make it a little easier if you see that they're struggling or, hey, you know, let's 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 up it up a notch, make it a little bit more challenging for you because this looks really, really easy. You're finishing this this minute within 10 seconds and you're resting for 50. So let's let's make it a little bit more challenging. So one, it takes you a little bit longer, but for two, I don't want this just because you're finishing it doesn't mean okay rest you're you're still having to have to challenge yourself for that minute right so yep. make it easier make it harder whatever it's whatever it takes for you to right size you or your client for that minute because you still want them to be challenged you don't want them to be you want them to be rested for the next set or the the next minute you don't no, want them don't. to Dude, you don't want them nice to recover <laughs> you don't want them to no my my clients say hey if you're doing a push-up, hey, let's let's put your feet up on the bench and now let's go and do a push-up. Yeah. Right. So that's that's the second round. Then the third round, now that you've kind of kind of you maybe list, missed a little bit to the right, maybe you lift missed a little bit to the left. By the third, fourth round, depending on what you're doing, 
you should be in the zone. So what you're talking about, Wendy, where you feel the best on that third round, that should be the case. You shouldn't just because it's it's intense doesn't mean that it's got to beat you up, although that's what some people are looking for. Right. And that's just it. You know, I remember the first time that I have a lot of clients come in and we do like the peripheral heart action. So like we talked about earlier, or I do a vertical load type program with those metabolic blasts. They're like, oh my goodness, I was way like more sore than I thought I would be. And then like, and then when our body kind of gets used to it, because we've introduced some of these different ex or some of the mm -hmm. exercises are included that their body knows how to do. If they don't feel like they can get out of bed the next morning, they're disappointed. And to me, I'm like, dude, look at your core strength, look at your posture, look at your ability to increase your weights. And so it's not about just being miserable the next day. And that's one, one thing that I think is important to note. When we do this stuff, you want to challenge yourself. You want to make it, you know, it depends on your mentality too. Um, but, you know, you, you also want to be able to survive it because then you need proper recovery. And if you don't recover correctly, then if you try to do it again, you're going to increase injury. You're going to end up having, you're not going to have as, good as results as you would is if you took your time and you know you could get up knowing that you worked out but then you could still get out of bed without you know cussing my name or ken's name or someone else's or even your own <laughs> but um you know emom is one that i like i also do especially with my um with my players you know just to kind of switch it up if they come in as a team i've got to try to be creative because sometimes there's a lot of them and I have to be respectful of the gym because there's other people in there. Mm -hmm. So we'll set up different stations instead of doing the every minute on the minute. We may actually challenge them. Again, if they're form sacrifices, I'll call them out. So then they know that they, they have to repeat that rep uh, because it's got to be quality work. But we'll do something called um, as many rounds as possible with a set time. Yeah. And I don't know if you do that with your players and stuff like that too, Ken, but yeah. I know they enjoy it because again, they try to beat each other. Um, however, again, if I call their name because their rep isn't good or the quality of their movement is, is not good just to, to hurry up and try to win, then, um, then they lose and they don't like to lose. Nobody likes to lose, but. No, especially you, Wendy. I know. We just do something different. Yeah, as, as, you know, and this is great for, let's say, if you have a group that maybe you only have 30 minutes, right, when they when they come in. And it, what it does for from my vantage point, let's say, so let's say if it's a matter of doing a certain amount of push-ups, um, pull-ups, and uh, atomic, you know, atomic push-ups using the, uh, the TRX or something like that. Well, they're going at their own pace, right? Because they have a set time and the bragging rights come at the end when they say, well, I got through this, this sequence in, you know, five times, or I got it seven times. Well, let's say for pull-ups, I only have four pull-up bars, right? Now, if someone's, they're trying to get their 10 pull-ups, for example, and they have to rest, well, somebody can get in there, bang out theirs, and they can actually share equipment versus using a dedicated piece of equipment. So you let them pace themselves and they mm -hmm. utilize the pieces of equipment or the space, whatever it is that that station dictates and they get in, they get out. Some may need to linger, but you know, this is where they can actually share pieces of equipment, you know, to get their section done of that round. Right. Do you so, have to let it linger? Do, do you, you have, have to? to, do you have to? Yes. You know what? I think that's we the second time we've actually talked about the cranberries. We should actually have that as our opening song for our, our podcast. <laughs> All right. Eric, Eric, make we'll, it happen. We'll call and see if we can get the rights to that. I'm sure they'll be like, heck yeah, bring it on. That's a good uh, pickup, Wendy. I, I actually, that song kind of chimed in my head and I was 
as I was saying. Yeah, you're you're the lingering kind of guy, yeah, apparently, to, because every time you say it, that's the first thing that yeah. pops into my head. <laughs> and those of you guys who are just joining us, we are not talking about the cranberries, but we're talking about cardio styles and formats here on Random Fit with Wendy Batts and Ken Miller. And we've talked about little bits of, um, you know, like ways to change up your routine and, you know, doing different exercises one after another, throwing in a 30 second piece of cardio equipment. That's always good. We've talked about every minute on the minute. We've talked about upper and lower body stuff. We've talked about as many rounds as possible. I mean, Ken, why don't you bring us into like a true, because there's different formats of doing this, but a true Tabata. Um, it's as, it's as easy as they come. Uh, you know, it's, it's 20, 20 minutes. No, not 20 minutes, 20 seconds of work. Wow. If you've yeah. got 20 minutes, I want y'all to call me because I want if to see you can, this Yeah. If you can do 20, it's 20, 20 seconds on 10 seconds off. And it's funny because I just had a training session yesterday where I had two, two young kids and we were, we were working. I mean, I had them working and they were doing, um, I say the the exercise was one had to um, it was a jump squat, right? Which is probably in, admittedly it's a little on the longer side for repeat jump squat, um, but it was at their pace. And then they were doing these column lifts using the Viper Pro. So one one exercise being the jump squat. So they repeated for the twenty seconds. So just a, more of a strength phase. So just more of a rhythmic, you know, jumping. You know, again good extension, all the things that, that you're looking for in a good jump squat. It wasn't as fast as possible because they definitely got tired. They got their 10 seconds off and then they did 20 seconds just lifting vertically the, mm -hmm. the Viper Pro up and down. So once they started, that Viper Pro was not allowed to touch the floor. So there's just a bunch of hip thrusts, toss and catch, raising it up, toss and catch, bringing it down, repeated for that 20 seconds. So I had them go back and forth for four rounds. Mm -hmm. okay, and technically, so. if you do a true Tabata, I mean, it would be eight sets. But, you know, if you're beginning mm -hmm. and you really want to see and try some of this stuff and you want to try like a true Tabata workout with the 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, and you want to do that for eight, um, eight rounds, that, I mean, it's a very, very short, intense mm -hmm. So intense yeah. workout that yeah. truly by set eight, like you should be toast. I mean, you know, we were talking about like three and four, you kind of get your rhythm, but mm -hmm. you know, if you're new to it, then start lower, you know, kind of get your body accustomed yeah. to some of these different workouts. And, and that's, you know, that's, what's hard. I know for my weekend warriors, myself, fitness enthusiasts that hopefully are listening to this, it's like, oh, well, she said eight rounds in order to really, you know, do a true Tabata workout. Yes. I did, but I also want everyone to understand that, you know, form and quality is going to actually make you stronger. It's going to make you perform at a higher level. And then when your body has adapted to just what you're trying to do, because these are high demand exercises, this is intense cardio. It's not something that you would do if you're just getting off of the couch. Definitely don't suggest that because mm -hmm. at that point, that's when you would want to get onto the bike for, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, get yourself accustomed to, you know, increasing your heart rate for or heart rate for prolonged periods of time, then doing circuits, you know, interval training, obviously super good, um, whether you're walking or running or on the bike or on the rower, and then try some of these, because when we say high intensity, these are true high intensity workouts that are going to challenge your, your cardiovascular system, your heart, your lungs in a totally different way. If you've never done this before. Yeah. And, and, 
you know, just because we're using these formats, right, AMRAP, EMOM, that are traditionally anchored to high intensity exercises, you can you can throw in there like a single leg squat. You, you can throw in a recovery station, especially if you're doing a circuit. So if I want you to do, let's say, not that planks are easy, but if, if you've been doing a bunch of jumping and pushing explosive push-ups, throwing med balls and things, slamming med balls, you can add a plank in there. You can do a single leg balance and reach. Um, so let's say you put two two higher intensity exercises back to back, then you throw in a recovery one. So I only bring that up because you have options, right? And you have to be able to, uh, I like saying the, the phrase, you know, you have to right size it, but you have to think about, you know, what's the goal and who's it for, right? So if I have a client that is conditioned, they are looking for some some intensity, some variety, some variation of, you know, something to, to kind of spark up that that workout session, then, hey, throw it in there. But if you have that, that person that is deconditioned, they're new, yeah, they've heard, maybe they bring it up to you. Hey, what's this thing about as many rounds as possible? Hey, well, let's do it. Okay. I'll yeah. give you a glimpse and let's, let's just, it's maybe a wall push up, maybe a ball wall squat, maybe a lunge to balance or something like that, but you, you can make it however you want. It's just, you know, are you committing to the parameters of that style of training? It's just, you know, you kind of have to break the mold when it comes to how these things came about in the fitness industry, you know, when it came to, you know, what can we do to kick your butt today? Right. <laughs> Kicking your butt is going to come in different forms. Absolutely. And, you know, just be smart because if you are sore for a week and then, you know, instead of going in three times a week, you only went in once, what's the benefit to that? To me, that's a lose, you know? Yeah. You got one great workout Big in lose. and then after that you, you didn't get anything in then, then that, there's not a lot of positive um, that I see out of that. I mean, one yeah. is better than none for sure. However, I want you in three times a week. If that's what we're scheduled and that's what we're planned. And, you know, when you're looking at your calendar and I think, you know, we're going to kind of circle this back because I know we're going to be, you know, we could talk about this probably all day, but I think my key takeaway is, is think about your schedule. Think about what you can do in the time that you have available that you will not delete that off of your calendar because something else came up. If you only have 10 minutes, these are some options that you can do to do your workout as well as your cardio benefit in 10 minutes, because 10 minutes is better than no minutes. However, ideally, you would want to get into the gym, do a really good resistance workout. It's great for your bones. It's great for, you know, just life in general and activities of daily living. But then also think about your cardio health and, you know, your heart health. That's so, so important. So if you don't have time to say I can work out five days a week three times in the gym doing weights and two times, you know, doing cardio or whatever it is, then what can you do to sprinkle in the cardio, you know, workouts within your resistance training time. So therefore you're benef getting benefits on both because, you know, that is a well-rounded program and you don't want to just do one or the other. You want to try to find ways to do both. Right. And I think as long as we all understand is that heart and lungs don't care where the challenge is coming from. Right. For them to be, you know, working at their at, you know, for whatever they're supposed to do. Heart and lungs, they just they just know they have to pump. Right. They have to pump and redistribute oxygen and carbon dioxide and get nutrients and and blood, you know, as, as red as they can be. And in order to give the muscles what they need to move even more. So I think, you know, the the part of it is I think we all need to take away from this is just, you know, it doesn't have to be two separate things. It could be one and the same. If you like weights, if you want to get your heart rate up, 
put them together. Just manage your rest. Give you give yourself or your clients the intensity uh, that's needed to accomplish the goals. And whether it's time related or intensity related, just you know, put a little thought behind it and don't just throw things haphazardly together. And then, you know, like you said, Wendy, uh, once once is better than none. But if if you need to move more often than that, well, we do need to move more, more often than that. So don't do something that's going to take you out of the game more than you have to. And I think that's where we have our common pitfalls when it comes to that. So another great episode, Wendy. Thank yeah, you so much. Fun. Thanks for Thanks for going over your what you do with your peaks, because I know it always gives me a good idea. So now I'm like, who? what am I going to do today? Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll switch it up a little bit. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, hey, folks, if you love what you hear, heard today with uh, this session on cardio and the different styles and formats, like, follow, subscribe, and more importantly, comment. Let us know what you're thinking, what you liked about it, even what you didn't like about it, and what else we can do for you. So until next time. Wendy and I from Random Fit, thank you and take care and be well.